Um, good day, everyone. And I would like to thank the MPs and everyone here for the opportunity. Can you switch for... on your, your camera, Avanda? Okay. Uh, good. Is it better now? Ah, we can see you, young man. Okay. Very good. So um, I'm Avanda Kotomwane, as I said, from Houting, the from Houting region. Uh, I became part of the submission while I was under ENSCCW uh, youth program. So in, I had to do a presentation separate because of the age of the youth program. So the topic that was given to to me, Oguti Nkulmengai, was the alternative care. And do we have your do we have your presentation? No, we, we no. Am I supposed to no, share? No, 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 present. Proceed. Okay. Okay. So the um, as I said, the topic that was given to me was the alternative care. Regarding that, I had experience from um, from the system itself. So what we looked at was the concern of the topic, which was the sec section one nine one. And we looked at our general expect the procedures and implementations. So before I start with this presentation, I would like everyone to know that I am part of a system and I felt like this is the right platform for me to present this as the system has failed me while me exeter in the alternative care. So as we know, Section 191 of the Children's Act, uh, Act states that a registered uh, child and youth care center must provide therapy and developmental programs designed for the structure, um, designed for the residential care of children outside family environment, which may include um, programs designed. So the, the concern uh, for me was that the Children's Act uses the word, especially in this section, uses the word as may, which doesn't guarantee us, those who are exiting the system, that when you are out of the alternative care or about to transition from the alternative care, I'm gonna get um, services. Like uh, Children's Act talks about the continuum care that it's for 12 months. Then the implementation, my biggest concern is that implementation on the ground level by our professionals regarding children that exit a system, children that leave a system, is that it becomes a failure for, for teen. I would say a dismal failure because we, we come out from my institution and I was in EU institution for 21 years of my life. And when I had to exit the system, there was no social worker in place for me now to, to make sure that I transitioned that. I had to go around, um, beg people for my donations for food, uh, beg people with rent, beg people for a transport with was a commuter to, to work. And what, when we asked in, in, okay, the name of the institution was what is happening regarding Ama? Abandon our exit system because every now and then these children Baba are failure uh, in the community. They they cannot face our challenges because it is have we got an infrastructure challenge, uh, Avanda? 
What happened? Che, he may need to switch off his video to increase I, his connection. He must be found. That one must be found. He's very important, Linda, in prison. He's presenting something very, very crucial. Can he be found, Linda? I'll check him, Che. Let's give him a minute or two and check if he can come back. System, I think the system has kicked him out. In the meantime, Magangana will go back because I think he is bringing a very, very interesting, unique case. Is Elke around in the meantime? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I see them. I and uh, Avana just come in, chair. Just, just admit him. Proceed. All right, I'm told Avanda is back. Let's allow Avanda to continue. I'm sorry, hold on a second. I'm having some technical. Let's allow Avanda to continue. I'm told he's back. Sorry. Elke, Elke must wait. Okay, that's fine. Did you say Avanda is around, uh, Lene? Yes, Chair, I, I admitted him unless he just got lost again. Yeah, I, I'm back. Please be back. We want to listen to you. Yes. So, um, where was I? Show okay. your camera again, if possible. Or maybe don't. Maybe it's responsible for... If your, infrast- if your network is weak, your camera makes it worse. Maybe yeah. keep it off. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's very weak, Chair. It's, it's a very weak no, network. No, yeah. keep the camera off then. Okay. So he, while we're in the system, we, we were not equipped with necessary skills. And we went back to his system. We asked, what's happening? A lot of children about Pumago's system, they become I'm a drug addicts. They, they become very active go crime. They, they find other ways of surviving. Then we were referred to, to, to AMA services when you're outside the institution, when you're 18, when you get out of the institution, like there's no guarantee which there'll be someone who will be there for and, and uh, to make sure which, um you continue guys in life and if we were to follow e continuum care people don't take it they don't implement it seriously especially our professionals on the ground level and um this thing you act which is seventy may when it comes to children transitioning out of identity that they may be um, uh, it it doesn't hold anyone responsible. There's no one that we that is obligated in doing this after um, after Umtana Puma in, in alternative care. So um, uh, um, uh, recommendations, Ami, is that teenagers or uh, adolescents that are about or prior to exit the CYCCs have unique needs. And they must be recognized and given greater priority as they are transitioning out of the CYCC. This will grant us as a youth that is transitioning out of um, CYCCs a better chance of a better chance of thriving and coping outside the society. Hence, our challenges as we leave our uh, institutions they they have changed. The situation at home say change. Then the second point, my recommendation is that the programs or services are rendered while they were inside the CYCCs. They must complement AMA programs that are rendered outside the CYCC system. 
So if the system keeps me in for like, I mean, it kept me in for six years. And during the six years, I wasn't trained. I wasn't well informed about anything. And when I go out of the system, I'm starting a new life. And it's, it's a problem because I, in my mind, I, I'm still a system, the institution. And it, it becomes a huge problem. Disappeared again. He's still inside, Chen. Maybe he's the network. Okay. Come back and uh, unmute. Uh, Help us. Uh, all right. Thank you. Proceed. Okay. And uh, these programs in Kulmangas that I said they should complement each other. They should uh, include or be considerate with uh, self developmental programs, uh, academic support, social skills. Um, training and long-term employment, as well as the psychological and mental support. And in my case, we're talking about the identity and the belonging. It's, it's very sad. I, I can just imagine that if someone wasn't, didn't have the mentality in, that I have, I, mean, I would go out of my way to make sure that I have a place. And if uh, children system has some of Abantwana that are weak and who's advocate they they contribute to our social ills that we as our organizations that are trying to to solve. Then duration, continuum care. I think that it was given a period of 12 months. My recommendation was that duration continuum care, they it shouldn't be uh, a year or less, it should be more. Why I'm saying that is that we're looking at in the current situation, how is the child exiting the system? We're looking at um, it determine, uh, we determine our services that the child needs before I exit a system. And we use the progress reports that, that were submitted to our children's court while we're inside our, children, our, our children's institutions. The Children's Act should and must give it clarity around supportive services that are to be rendered to children leaving the CYCCs. It should tell, the, it should tell us who will be responsible for this uh, aftercare process, which professionals will carry out this task. Is it Amapoli services, internal or external social workers, or CYCCs itself? Uh, looking at these things I've mentioned, in Ayanza E Children's Act to be a very big book if they have to be among um, uh, this thing which will be included, who will be responsible and all that. But in the process of Umtana Apuma, there should be a way of having our professionals, even though we don't um we don't allot, we don't choose from Guma systems, we we use our service providers outside of the system, but the show which the children do survive out here. And a children's act should give it clarity. Okay, that's that's the same point. And these ones, this these following points, Che. Um, as I, as you know, I, I am not a professional, but while I was doing my research regarding this alternative care, I got a lot of information, and it was really hard for me to to fix it and like come up with a presentation a proper. So these following points, I would like the, the committee and everyone involved to to check to check them is it's uh, it's section 157 of the children's act point 1p5 it talks about a permanency plan now 
with this recommendation, um, this is a cutting route before Abantanaba Richai Alternative Care. These programs, the is mentioning that they can be uh, put into place before Abantana ba, the, ba, 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 ba absorbed into Irantazan institutions. So um, in section 157, the permanency plan, then subsection 75. As I said, e, e complementary programs. And then I also mentioned e structural obligations to a court order. What's happening is that, uh, for example, Che, let's say you only get paid for washing AMA plates and you only have AMA cups that are near AMA plates that are dirty. But because you only get paid for washing the plates, you only focus on AMA plate. And the most important one, Che, is the interrogation of Form, 30, uh, form 36. Um, our social workers remove Abantwana unnecessarily. They are so quick to put us into my systems and they're not uh, on board when they need to OTC exit a system. So there should be interrogation of a form 36 by a third party before a social worker can remove Umtwana from a home base to ECYCC. And before a social worker takes Umtwana, they should try by all means to focus on our home based programs. This will breach a gap um, absorbed by institution, and there's a huge gap again family. I think it's integration, reunification and integration. If umtana bam susa quick go from the parents or from wherever into ama um, into ama um, institutions, it's it's difficult for especially umtana with a reason that can be so that can be solved under a temporary safe care. So it's, it becomes in Tanzania in Kenya for Tina, and um, yeah, those are the things that Benkuna was mentioning. And in conclusion, the failing system enables children who are part of the system to find other alternative care, uh, other alternative of coping. I think I did mention that. And yeah, you did. Another recommendation is that. It's imperative that the Children's Act protects Abandona that are leaving CYCCs because they leave CYCCs at a very important age, which is 18 years. And the government is saying when you are 18, you need to leave our system, you need to be, go be independent. If you're an orphan like me and Children's Act doesn't accommodate to Muntu or orphan, doesn't look at our different situations, the same uh, rule or law will apply to everyone. And 14, it, we, we build up in Tazana, retaliation, everything that needs to be done by our, our professionals, we feel like they're not doing a, a good job, they're not doing well because me, the system has failed me by releasing me and banga banga while in Puma. And I hope that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to, to, yeah. to say. Okay. That was a major, 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 major contribution. I must tell you. Yes. And sir. I think on behalf of the committee, I must thank you for taking such an initiative because you it's a shock treatment that you have given the committee. Yes. Uh, I hope you'll be around the committee after the two presentations might raise one or two questions up, uh, to you, which you might need to respond to. All right, sir. I'll, I'll be yeah. around. That's wonderful, young man. Thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate uh, it. Thank you. Elgade? 
to whom? Is it El Gadeh or El Gadah? <laughs> yes, I hear that quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that, go on, shoot. You've got your right. 20 minutes. Thank you. And good day, Honourable Chair and members, and thank you for this opportunity. Um, this submission is made in my personal capacity as an adoptive parent, as well as my professional capacity as an adoption social worker who's accredited and working in private practice. Um, can you, sorry, can you can you start again? Uh, the Your story is quite attractive. <laughs> Good day, Honourable Chair and members. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, the submission is made in my personal capacity as an adoptive parent, as well as, as, as my professional capacity as a private adoption social worker. And I have my daughter sitting next to me, and I'm going to rope her in a bit later. Um, I'm not going to go through all <laughs> the um, points in my written submission. Um, as it overlaps with some of the other submissions, um, including the National Adoption Coalition, um, Paula Proudlock and Wendisa, all of whose submissions I support. Um, every child has the right to permanent family care, and I believe strongly that adoption is the best placement option outside of biological family care. Every day spent in an institution, no matter how well run it is, is one day too many in the life of a child whose optimal long-term mental and emotional development is so impacted by the nurturing attachment figures in their lives. Being part of a nurturing family is the optimum way to ensure that a child will develop and mature into a contrib contributing member of society. Children develop their sense of right and wrong in the context of the relationships with their primary attachment figure. Where children don't have someone in their lives who can play this role, antisocial behaviour, such as lying, stealing, and the inability to maintain relationships among others can develop. Sadly, this problem can become intergenerational, as an adult who has not had and experienced these healthy attachment figures cannot easily be a secure attachment for their own child. The long-term societal impact of this is a great cause for concern. Now, in terms of adoption, if you speak to anyone in the community about adoption, their immediate response tends to be that they have heard that it's a long and difficult process. While acknowledging the need for a rigorous process to be in place, to ensure that the permanent placement of a child is done with the utmost care, there are many roadblocks along the way which could be eliminated. I support the concerns raised by Sue Kravitz and Katinka Pitsasar regarding the delays that are an ongoing challenge in childcare and protection, and particularly in adoption. Slow bureaucratic processes rob a child of the window of opportunity that exists in the first thousand days of life to establish a positive foundation for their physical, emotional, and psychological well-being, and this has effects well into adulthood. With the increased burden of poverty and the impact of COVID-19, the country faces a great challenge. I'm sure there will be many more children coming into the system. Adoption should be seen as the primary choice of placement 
where children have been abandoned and where family cannot be located. However, in experience, there appears to be a negative view of adoption, depending on the personal views of the social workers involved. So this is where my daughter comes in. I've asked her to join me, um, so to, and I've asked her a few questions that I thought would enlighten the, um, the committee in terms of just someone who's experienced this as a child in the system. So you can introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Vishne Day and I am 19 years old and I'm obviously adopted. Um, I just want to say... Can you, repeat, can you repeat the name? I beg your pardon? Can you repeat the name? Oh, my name is Bushle. Bushle? All right. Okay. Yes. Um, I just want to say that my answers to the questions are all of my own opinions based on my experiences. So obviously it won't be the same for every person, but it's just my experience. So how did you experience your time in the children's home and foster care and adoption? For me, like being in a children's home and also in foster care, it was like you felt very like unsecure because you don't actually know what's going to happen next, where you're going to go, and you know, like just like who to trust almost because things are always changing. Because in the children's home, there's different people that are there, like on a weekly rotation, and there's different volunteers. So the people around you are always changing. So it's not very secure and it makes it difficult for you to just find somebody that you can trust, I guess. And then when I got adopted eventually, um, I, it was almost like a sense of relief because I knew that nothing's going to happen to me now. Like I'm safe, I'm here, and nobody can take me away. That's a fundamental statement. Family to have had more opportunity to rehabilitate so that you could have had a chance to grow up with your birth family. I do think so because I just learned recently that they were trying to get me back with my biological family, but they didn't do enough for them to have like the proper rehabilitation that they needed. And had I been placed back with my biological parents at the time, then I would have been subject to more abuse and more trauma than I already had just because there's nothing in place that actually helps biological parents to do better and be better for their children. So I do think that it is important that biological parents have the opportunity to be rehabilitated, but it should be done correctly and not just say, oh, you should do this in order to get your child back, but not actually helping them do the things to get their children back. Okay. And um, what do you think about culture? A lot of people say you don't have culture when you are adopted. How did you experience that? I feel like for me, I definitely have the best of both worlds because I'm lucky in that my parents did their best to immerse my sister and I like, into different cultures. So we got to experience a lot of things and they made sure that they had friends who were black so that we also had black role models to look up to so and then also just with my friends 
my a lot of my friends are black so they obviously give me that side of who I need to be but I also have the balance of my white side so yeah all right we'll we'll keep it short today but I just thought it'd be nice to hear from one of the kids that have um, kind of been in the system and I think in terms of um, just concluding I think committee can really look into um, creating more accountability in the system for the time frames and prioritizing children to be placed in family environments as soon as possible. Um, as the young man just previously spoke, um, you know, an institution is really not a, a nurturing place. And then once the child is too old, then what happens? Um, it seems like a lot is up in the air. Um, at least, you know, my child children at 18, they weren't ready to be told, go leave the house and and cope on your own and even when they've had the, the support of a family um so to, for a child in an institution or you know to be in that situation it's, it's really really quite depressing actually for them so i uh, thank you for, for your time and appreciate it thank you Yo, you is uh, elka day your true name and name yes <laughs> okay okay uh, <laughs> Are your biological parents still alive? Have you met them now? Um, they are still around, but I have chosen to not meet them at this time. But my parents do like keep in contact with them so that if I ever want to meet them, then I can. Okay. But for right now, I've chosen not to. That's another touchy story. Thank you, ma'am. Please don't run away. Committee members would want to have conversation with you. That's a wonderful story. Uh, rural children first. That one, rural children is referring to me. Miss Carol Frank, speaking on my behalf. I was a rural child. So, Take your time, Ms. Carol Frank. Is she here? Uh, not, not here, check. Can I just um, try to call them? Let's give you a minute uh, to check her whereabouts. Uh, honorable members, okay, maybe let's wait for two or three minutes. Let's check if she cannot be available.
So I can't get hold of them. Uh, is it him or her? I've got Carol. Yes, I think it's a lady. Okay, fine. Carol. I think, uh, honorable members, you've got only two speakers to engage two touchy stories. A young man who is drawing our attention that by merely having a children's is, 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 is institution without a quality continuum program that takes into account that that, ch that child from those institutions need uh, a spring to jump from so that he or she can acquire independence. Contrasted again, almost similar to Bushle. Bushle saying, if you are in the orphanage home, if it is contrasted with um, adoption, you are there, you don't have a stable relationship, don't have a stable friend, you don't have a stable person who takes care of you. You are also in a deep, high level of uncertainty about your future. I mean, these two kids are, are sharing with us the experience of an, of an environment of uncertainty about their future. And the interventions that are there, Avanda says, it took, he says, there are kids who may not be like him, who don't have his character. And they tend those to be in bigger numbers. But it's not for me to engage. Honorable members, I only see uh, Honorable Alexander going, going, going. Honorable Mvana, going, gone. Honorable Alexander, oh, Honorable Masango is there. Honorable, Honorable Alexander? Um, thank you, Chairperson, and thank you very much to um, the two speakers and for the young man and young lady for being so brave to come and speak to us today. Um, Chairperson, mine is more comments, and I'm not too sure how old that the young man is now, but once again, he's mentioned Water Sisulu um, CYCC. And there was the same NGO that was mentioned on carte blanche on Sunday that is actually struggling with funding and placement. So we really need to go and look at that CYCC. And then it also, he's, what he was talking about made me, took me back to our first, um, our first stakeholder um, in speaking about this age of maturity. You know, sometimes when you're 18, you aren't a mature 18. Sometimes when you're 19, you aren't a mature 19-year-old. So it just took me back to understanding the age of maturity and our act that says, you know, once you're 18, you are deemed an adult. Yet in some cultures, you know, you only get the key of the house when you're 21. And even then you are still very much a child in some of our um communities. I know for me, I was still in the house at, at 21. But but moving on, Chairperson, on the issue of CYCCs um, and just hearing about um, the plan that's supposed to be put in place. I mean, last year, the 3rd of September, I had a written question on this very issue, Chairperson, of a safety plan for orphaned and vulnerable children exiting CYCCs. And the response you get from the department, 
Yes, it highlights the alternative care program and it highlights this provision for independent living programs. And it also further states, you know, that this living plan for the child has to be reviewed every six months. It has to be put in place 90 days prior to the date the young person has been discharged and it needs to be tailor-made. And chairperson, the, re the reply goes on chairperson, but hearing from, from this young gentleman, what we have down on paper in terms of our provisions and legislation chair does not seem to be um, implemented well, and it's not getting the desired outcome um, when these young children exit the CYCCs. So once again, as a country, we often say South Africa has great laws and great leg legislation. It's just how we implement and actually put into practice, you know, these independent living programs and exit programs. So that is all that I would like to say on that, Chairperson, that the legislation and the provisions are there on paper. I've got it in a written response, but yearly now it doesn't seem to be implemented and we have to go back to see if this is a capacity challenge or what the challenges are why it's actually not been implemented properly but thank you chairperson thank you chairperson i also have a comment a so painful and touching emotionally in terms of listening to these two presentations. And I think we are in a workshops of some sort. Uh, I think the government was right when it said a child, even if he or she reaches 18 years, as long as he or she is at, still at school, it must he must be provided with uh, assistance. But I understand in terms of after that, after we have done, what else are you supposed to get? In my thinking, Chaperson, I think the skill transfer transferred skill is necessary. Because uh, without that, a, a child can't move because definitely she will be or he will be dependent. But with these two, I can see that they are able to stand for themselves. I appreciate that, Chairperson. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Thank you, Chairperson. I also want to just echo what my colleagues have said in, in with regards to thanking these two presentations, the young men and, and young women, and how they have so um, clearly illustrated to us how uh, the act and policies that follow and regulations, they, they can allow things to either enrich a life of a child or a life of a, a child who becomes an adult or how they can further destroy it uh, depending on, on the issue of, of implementation and the coordination between all the stakeholders mm -hmm. that uh, are in the life of a child from birth to when they become independent. I also believe that it was very opportune for 
and 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 uh, so welcome that these these two uh, present presentations come after we have heard about the 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 the, the significant role that is played by uh, adoption as a permanent placement uh, in a life of a person because i i had never uh, looked at it to say that the only constant thing in an institution are the buildings, but the people that work there come and go, and the, the whoever comes to visit, they come and go, even if they bring uh, stuff for the children that are institution uh, institutionalized, they bring stuff and go. And so you never know who you're going to see tomorrow and what's going to happen to you tomorrow. So this is really an issue that was raised earlier on by one of the presenters to say the 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 link or the the uh, sort of ensuring that the act when it is translated into what must be implemented needs to be followed to the letter because we cannot blame the act later when things are not happening the way that they should happen. But all in all, I just want to uh, say thank you so much for both Avanda. And Buhle and and obviously uh, the, her mother for for having brought this picture to us at a time when we we need it most. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, uh, Avanda. Any parting shots, young man? Um, these ones are I would say um, are more personal, but I would like if like Natoli in knowledge about this thing, ne? So, Jay, up to this day, up to today, Joba Sukuluma, I'm still struggling. I've wasted three years without going to school. I can't go back to Altasisubang Paleli motivation later. Up to this day, Jay, um, it's like my life, it's, it's very difficult for me to go about. Is there my chances that I could still get help? from the system at DSD because it's the only place um, that I know or Abanteng Bazio that were there for me now while I was growing up. Is there, is, are there chances that this whole entire thing, hey, I mean, this, what's happening in my life right now, can it be fixed? That's, uh, that's my question. Thank you, Wei. We'll ask our guys to link up with the DSD to check if there's any advice that can be given. Okay. But thanks gotcha. for being frank about that. Thank you. Yeah, and we must thank you again for putting this thing before the portfolio committee. Elke Bushle, do you want to say anything to the committee? Thank you for the opportunity. I think at the end of the day, we want we want children to have the best opportunities, and um, yeah, I think the more we can get children out of the, the children's homes into other foster care for adoption, and um, rather than being stuck, because at least in foster care adoption, there's usually there's a support system, and um, yeah, I think it's a huge difference to a child growing up in an institution. And um, the sooner we can get the children out of institutions, the better. And the younger as well, because the younger children have these more opportunities, more families that are willing to take in a younger child. Um, there's obviously there's 
you know, the older a child gets in the system, the less opportunities they have for families that make themselves available for other foster care adoptions. Because they know then there's trauma and there's other issues that come to the party. Um, so the sooner we can get kids into homes and to families where they're loved and nurtured, I think that is our priority. Yeah. Thank you very much, ma'am. You want to greet Musha? Or you want to say bye bye? What do you want to say? Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, can I take this opportunity, all the members, to thank everyone, presenters, members of this committee, our support staff. This day has gone again in a credible and a very productive way, as usual. We're looking forward to meet tomorrow. Lindy, it's still nine o'clock, am I right? Yes, Jefferson. How many presentations tomorrow? <laughs> Um, is it still what? What is the end? 14, what is the ending time? It's fourteen yeah? presentation, chair. Fourteen presentation. No, it's the same. It's the same. Uh, no, 15, 16, 15, 15, 15, 15, 16, 15, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, child first. So they say that they are fine. Uh, they are not going to present um, their submission. Sure. They submitted the written one. Okay, it's fine. It's all right. Honorable members, is we're meeting at nine tomorrow, am I right? Yes, Jefferson. Uh, Same time. The meeting, is at, yeah? the meeting is at Jan. Thank you. Okay, Jefferson. Hey. Thank, Thank you, Jan. Thank you, Jan. Thank you very much. You take care. See you tomorrow. Bye bye. 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 Bye.